0: Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness.
1: It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
2: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online.
0: These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups.
3: It's like a love-hate relationship.
0: There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's Simon here. It's Laura over there. Hello. And it's um, episode ninety. Five of husband and wife sentenced to life. 95, anything about that number?
3: 95.
0: Got nothing for that?
3: No, nah, no, nah, I was just admiring your new board, actually.
0: Do you like my new board? Shall we, uh, not written down that we're going to mention that, but yeah, let's mention it. Um, it's from Ikea, and it's the one that's got all little holes in it, and it's like one that you see in their desk section, and it comes with all little different shaped hooks and wires that you can put in it. Yeah. And I bought it for the shed to put my tools on. Because I like to see... In a shed, I like to see the silhouette of tools.
3: Yeah, like the granddads used to do. Yeah.
0: Um, But to be honest, I'm never in my shed. And I only go in there to fetch stuff. I'm in here regular. So I thought I'd put it up as... um, To put my wires on and stuff. So I know where all my wires are. I can always get them to hand. Initial thoughts, Laura. It's the first time you've seen it. You've just walked in.
3: I don't mind the wires. I don't like the head. There's one... Pair of headphones on there now. I I've got a headphone. You've got a headphone box, right? Yeah.
0: I need some headphones to take to the quiz. Uh, so that's why they're there. They're going to be me quiz headphones,
3: right? Keyboard because we've got instruments over there as well.
0: I want to since you've moved that keyboard. Yeah, it was here.
3: I don't think I moved it from there. I didn't put
0: it over there. I'll tell you that for nothing. It was here, right in front of me, where I do my work. Me. Me noodling, mm. yeah. This is where I've wrote and any music I've done for the podcasts. As soon as that went away, I've not used it since. So now it's like a glaring reminder Hey, I'm here. Get me off the board. It's a tiny little keyboard, by the way. It's not a piano. <laughs> it's like literally from my elbow to my fist long. Yeah. But it does the trick, doesn't it? <laughs> eh? <laughs> that could be an advert for several things. So, but on the whole, I like it. It's got that engineering feel to it, hasn't it? Yeah, I like it. I have to put a picture of this up. I'll put a picture of it on my Instagram. Uh, Your sexy wire board. Wire cable board sexiness. Could be the name of today's podcast. Quick Wordle Golf updates. You still hate it?
3: I hate it even more now. Oh, We're oh. on
0: to day number 10, hole number 10. Uh, current standings. We both. I think we're both doing really well. Um,
3: no, you see, no, I'm not. Uh, Right. Well, you're two
0: under par now after a slow start, no, and I'm five under par after 10
3: holes. Right, as I said to you, if we had done this, if I had counted the 18 previous holes, I would be easily beating you because you were averaging like four fives, right? And you think you weren't, but you were. And you even got...
0: I, I messed one up. Yeah. The day before we started. But we started the day after we got the yeah. rules from uh, now, Rob Willock.
3: yeah. But now...
0: Spy businessman.
3: I think you've kind of done that thing where the match is on, so you've stepped it up. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) There are days. I mean, no, no, no. Let me tell you, I have definitely messed up a few times here and we've shown each other that we've messed up.
3: Yeah, yeah. But for me, it's not the pressure because I don't feel pressured at all. What
0: could it be then?
3: I feel like... Do you think
0: I get better? (sighs) Under the spotlight of...
3: Maybe, but also... Publicity. I well yeah we know that once you know once you stick something in your face whether it be a camera or a microphone you I know, start trying you start well showing off but yeah
0: and I think that's what's happened I with, don't think it's showing off I think trying that's what's harder
3: with word or golf but for me it's put me off it because again I've told you I hate the fact that it's being posted and <laughs> oh it's just taking the enjoyment out of it for me I
0: agree. It's become a chore.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: But but as I said to you earlier, I find it a chore just sharing it with you. I've not shared it with Greg since we started Wordle Golf for no reason. But even that, I find a bit of a chore. And it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you, you complete a Wordle and you sort of want to tell somebody. Yeah. So programming yourself to go, nah, I'm just doing it. For my own pleasure, which is how I did, by the way, for a long time.
3: But that's it. And I feel like it's not for pleasure now. It's it's for something. I mean, I, I, as you know, I've never been a great fan, but I didn't mind doing it, just me, telling you the score. How I decided. And I think, do you know what it is? I think I was guessing more before. So I actually was getting words in, like, three a lot easier.
0: Were you, because I started sticking to the same first word and then I started feeling. We both talk about OCD, right? Sometimes you back you paint yourself into a corner with OCD, yeah. where you make it a rod for your own back. And I, what I try and do is I try and break them rhythms.
3: Yeah. No. So I, now
0: I will not use the same. I first the same word.
3: word. I'm not bothered about that, but. But before I'd like look at it and just think, oh, that word would go in there. And sometimes it was the right word. Yeah. Whereas now I'm putting too much thought into it and it's like, hold on a minute. Right. There's an R and an E. Right. So ER words are quite popular. You've got wordle
0: golf pressure, haven't you?
3: It's not pressure. It's just.
0: (laughs) uh, (laughs) It is to me.
3: I'm just. Yeah. I'm overthinking it now. Well, here's
0: what I'll do before. If I was doing the wordle on the morning toilet visit. Yeah. Right. I would do it i not care if I got four, five, or six. I'd care if I didn't get it, which has only happened a couple of times. Mm. But their plan was, it wasn't a plan. I just thought, I'm finishing it while I'm there. Now, if I get to that second word and I'm stuck, I walk away. Like I'll come <laughs> back down to it an hour later or something like that. Right. You know what I mean? Look, I'm not in the right place. I'm not physic. I've got the yips, and that's what golfers call it, I think, the yips when you when you... Hitting it badly. Yeah. See, I don't right? think
3: that's what this game was meant to be for.
0: Well, we're doing it now. We've only got seven holes left. It's day 10. As I said, I'm I'm only, I'm only three shots ahead of you, which is, I mean, one bad day for me, which I can't have, by the way. <laughs> one bad day and you're back in.
3: You're back yeah, in. The, it, I don't care about losing. That's not what it is. But yeah.
0: So anyway, let's that, just move on from Wordle <laughs> yeah, Golf. Um, big news today. Mm-hmm. It's drama, so let me do this. A former royal chaplain to the Queen, so that's like a religious man, I'm guessing. Right. He's in the papers today... Yeah. ...saying that hot cross buns in their various flavours... You know now... Yeah. ...you you like the bog-standard hot cross bun.
3: I do, I love it.
0: It's got raisins in it. Yeah. And everybody knows what a hot cross bun is, I don't have to describe it. Now, of course... Nobody's happy with just that. I've never had one in my life because I don't like raisins. Then a couple of years ago, you found the Marmite hot cross buns, Marmite and cheese yeah. from Marks and Spencers, yeah, which are fantastic. Yeah, right. I'm a bit addicted to them. Back on them this year already, about three packets. <laughs> um He's in the paper today, yeah, saying moving away from the hot cross bun as it is chocolate. Cheese, Marmite, all of this stuff yeah. is the devil's work. He thinks this guy <sighs> thinks that flavoured hot cross buns is the devil at it, work.
3: Is he being serious? Like
0: <laughs> straight up, he's in. I mean, it's. I wonder if he made it as an offhand yeah, comment, yeah, yeah, and yeah. now it's been turned into a proper thing because that can sometimes happen with newspapers. This
3: always happens, though, doesn't it? With with oh, I don't know, with something that's. Been out for years. Then someone goes, "Oh, I know yeah. what we'll do. We'll, we'll we'll stick some marmite in it, or we'll stick some Oh,
0: orange. Everything's flavored chocolate orange. Chocolate
3: spread in it, yeah.
0: And then there's white chocolate. Everything. If something's in chocolate, yeah. there's now a white chocolate yeah. version and an orange chocolate yeah. version, yeah. right? Um, but I would say if I was waking up and I was this guy and I was looking at the world,
3: yeah,
0: and thinking, and I'm not a religious person, yeah. If I was thinking. The devil's had an hand in this. There is a lot going on in the world at the minute. Yeah, Famine, flood, war, global warming, deaths, horrible, horrible things. Yeah. Right? This guy's woke up and he's hung his hat on the flavoured hot cross buns, (laughs) which is a bit weird, isn't it?
3: Yeah. No, I think, yeah, you're right. There's worse things than flavoured hot cross buns going on.
0: I know some people get frustrated about the flavoured things. You know, I see people on Twitter go, do we need a bloody orange twirl?
3: No. And I kind of think,
0: Why does it matter to you if you don't like them, don't buy them? To
3: be fair, they're not as good as the original, but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the devil's work, no, no. the orange twirl.
3: Yeah, and I, I prefer traditional, uh, the hot cross bun.
0: But, but for me, look... I would never know the joy of a hot cross bun. And the Marmite ones, I think, do taste like a hot cross bun, right? Just yeah. without the raisins and a bit of marmite in. So, and by the way, if they did raisinless
3: hot cross buns, I'd have them. Well, they do blueberry flavour. I think you might eat that one. Probably
0: have them. Devil's work, mind you. It's
3: probably a bit closer to the original, I don't know. <laughs>
0: so that's in the papers today. It's a true story. Um, if I think on, I will put a link to it on the description of this it's
3: podcast. It's making me want to one <laughs>
0: Um... Something I want to talk to you about. We got into a discussion about this the other day. I'll tell you it was. I posted the picture. I think everyone might have seen it now. The picture of you looking like Ruby Sue mm-hmm. when, when because we were talking about your sexy bed hair and you tried to recreate it by judging your hair. Judging, yes. Right, get a pen.
3: I've already done it. How, how do you
0: spell the word judge? Now. This is the word that means either frothing your coffee or making your hair bigger when you put your fingers in and give it a ruffle. Or Or what else can you judge? The
3: soup, when you've got it, it, when it's hard and, you know, the vegetables. The blender? Yeah. So
0: the hand blender is a judge. Can you judge that soup for me? I've made it. Can you judge that soup for me? You can judge your pillars.
3: I mean, I've texted you the word judge before. I've said, I've made the soup. Can you give it a judge? I have. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. I cannot figure out
0: how to spell judge.
3: I would spell it
0: S-H-E-J-S-H-J-U-D-G-J-E.
3: No, y- G-E, gosh.
0: So like judge?
3: Judge with an S-H in the Sh- front. Judge, judge. Sh-judge. Judge,
0: mm-hmm. judge, no, It's got a Z at the end as well. It's got an S or a Z. No. Zhuzh.
3: No, because I think it's like judge, but then zh, j- judge. Like you say it, with a French accent.
0: I cannot, for the life of me, figure out how to say it. This is how I spelt it on the description of you judging your hair.
3: Have you asked Siri?
0: No. S-J-U-Z-S-C-H.
3: No, I don't think it's got a C-H at the end. Well. I think it's more a Z.
0: Somebody replied, DeCoursey49 replied. Yeah. Isn't it spelled Z-H-U-Z-H? Now, Mm. I've seen one of the fashion magazines writing it like that. Like, they've took ownership of it. Hello or Grazia or Woman, I don't know what they're called, Cosmo. I don't like that. I don't think that there's a good version. Do Mm. you?
3: No, no, that doesn't seem right to me. I'm going to ask Siri in a bit.
0: You're going to ask Siri, will will it talk, Siri, if you've got your speaker on? Ask it now, put it near the speaker.
3: Hey, Siri. How do you spell the word judge? Judge. No. J-U-D-G-E. That's not why I said Try
0: mine. It? Hey, Siri. How do you spell the word judge? George G-E-O. <laughs> George's G E. George's. It's not George's, you dickhead. <laughs> so there you are.
3: Well, it's not coming up when you type, is it, either? So... uh, As it... I don't know. It's a mystery.
0: I tagged the Oxford English Dictionary and they've not gone back to me. I mean, they're probably busy and it's a book, so it's not a person. But um, somebody working there must know. Yeah. Because it's a word that's been around. I've been saying "judge" for years. It's not a new word, is it?
3: You don't think it's a post-2000s word?
0: Do you think it is? I think I'm sure I said it before then. I don't
3: know. I don't know. I think it might be just one of them... Ah, uh, dunno.
0: Like doofer when people call it remote doofer. That's it's doofer.
3: I, I, I never that. do that.
0: <laughs> when people say that, well, what do you what do you call the remote control? I call it remote control actually. Its, its name.
3: Yeah, but the doofer is like the thingy. The thingy. Which I, I am a regular use of.
0: If anyone can help us with this, by the way. What I'd like here is people to tell us their determination of the word judge. Yeah. But don't be coming in strong like De Corsi 49 did. It's, it is zhuzh.
3: Yeah, but if you're doing that, then maybe she does know.
0: No, because uh, she said, isn't it zhuzh? Although, go with whatever. So.
3: I've got some feedback on the uh, old um, doors and wheels.
0: Oh, this was a... Uh, hold on, let me put some... Uh... So we were talking about... Are there more doors or wheels in the world?
3: Yeah. So Simone who was listening, she said, What about fairy doors? Bet you've not considered them and all the doors. What are
0: fairy doors? Oh Like
3: like you get in yeah, the woods and very limited. There's plenty of fairies in the world. And um yeah, Wendy houses, dolls houses, think about all of them. Yep, toy cars. Yeah, well...
0: There's millions of toy cars. fact...
3: She said she's agreeing with me on doors.
0: Well, there are more Lego tyres in the world than there are real tyres, right? So that means there are more Lego wheels in the world than there are real wheels.
3: There's plenty of Lego doors, but let's not go... No, but,
0: but, but I'm saying, as a fact... Yeah. That is a startling fact when you think how many cars and bikes and things there is in the world. There are more Lego tyres. So that is doubling. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into this again. Pointless.
3: And she said, we've inspired her to try plant-based sausages. Oh, aye. Now, she's got a make that I've not seen before. What
0: they, I can't read that from here. What are they called?
3: The, the makes is Miami Burger and they're Lincolnshire sausages. I mean, they look nice. They look nice. Good. They, look, they nice. look proper. So uh, she'll have to tell us what they're like.
0: I have got... I there was an article the other day saying that plant-based is worse for you than meat, health-wise, right? And I thought, well... If you're vegetarian, what's your options? But I didn't, I didn't want to read into it because I love it so much. Well,
3: now because they say so- too much soya is not good, don't they? But I think these new ones that are made with like beetroot and peas and stuff like that—how can they be worse? So,
0: yeah, the vegetable-based ones, maybe not. But I don't know. I didn't, I-, I didn't want to read the article. Yeah. You know, in the same way that smokers just carry on smoking willy nilly.
3: Well, let's face it, it's got to be healthier than eating chicken and. Bleh.
0: Yeah, I'm done with all of that. Let's not get on the veggie high horse, though. Uh, I want to talk to you about Pete Doherty. Yeah. I, I think, I don't know if you say his name Doherty or Doherty, it's spelled Doherty. Now, he was the uh, front man of Baby Shambles yeah. in the early noughties. They were the first band when I thought, I'm too old for music. Really? Yeah, because people were going mad for them. So the 90s had been my heyday with guitar bands and I loved all the music. Not all the music. Uh, Westlife, of course. Uh, But then the noughties came and, you know, I was in radio, well in radio by then. And along come bands like The Vines, The Hives, Baby Shambles. And Baby Shambles seemed to be like front and centre, mostly... Yeah. Because of Pete Doherty's behaviour. Now, yeah. he was in and out of the clink. Yeah. He was addicted to heroin. Yeah. The bad stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: He uh, was going out with Kate Moss. Yeah. Kate Moss, of course, supermodel. She'd been everywhere. High-flying, glamorous life. Suddenly, she's in this den of iniquity, living in... A, <laughs> the pictures The pictures look like a proper student dos house that they were living yeah. in. And he, he was on the front page of papers all the time. Scrapping, nicking stuff, whatever. In and out of prison. Yeah. And I could not be bothered. He was the poster boy for... He's like a modern-day Artful Dodger to me. He looked like a modern-day Artful Dodger.
3: Yeah, he did he, he did look a bit of a scruff, didn't he?
0: Therefore, I could not tell you one of their songs. Yeah. So I never bothered. That's a, probably a terrible attitude. Anyway, the other day, I'm waiting for you to get up. I was awake before you. And um, I read an article about him in one of the papers. Go on. He now lives in Normandy. He basically lives the life that we dream of living, <laughs> right? He went to Normandy. Yeah. He loved cheese. He's put a bit of weight on. But he w- I thought, oh, he gave it all up years ago. He was still addicted up to lockdown. The pandemic meant he could no longer get the stuff he needed. Really? Right? True story. So that got him clean which I think is amazing. i read about him and, you know, like he's holds his hand up to everything bad he's done and all that sort of stuff. So he's been in lockdown in Normandy. It sorted him out. He said it was absolutely terrible and I, I do believe it is. But he's uh, back doing music. He's got a new album out called The Fantasy Life of Poetry and Crime. And I thought, I'm going to listen to it. So at the end of... Reading the article. Yeah. I had a bit of driving about to do. I've listened to Alman a couple of times. It's brilliant. It's just unusual. He's written it with a French fella whose oh, name I can't remember. Somebody low. Frederick Lowe has done the music and it's very Frenchy sounding guitar and piano.
3: Mm. And
0: Pete Doherty is not the best singer in the world, but it's just something really cute and nice about it.
3: Interesting. I, I mean, yeah, I didn't know he was still. Yeah. Mad that in it. I mean, I mean, how old is he?
0: 43.
3: God, I would have said he was older than that because he seemed... He's my age, but he seemed older than me.
0: Back then he was a young lad.
3: When he went out of Kate Moss. Yeah. He seemed... I I thought he was older than me. He was like
0: the new punk, weren't he? Rock and roll behaviour and all that. But I don't really want that. When a rock... Like when Michael Hutchins had his little Belt and Tangerine episode, I was devastated because I loved In Excess. You know, and it were like, oh, well played. You know, when people do... Stupid, and, and a lot of the rock stars we've come to love from decades ago, your Janis Joplin, your Jimi Hendrix, your Jim Morrison, they've all gone, they all went to Kurt Cobain. They all went too early and we'd, we've yeah, yeah, been yeah. left with a gap. So, but this guy, it's kind of happened the opposite way for me. Didn't give a toss about him at the beginning. I really, I've, I've had his album on non-stop since then. In fact, it's the mm-hmm. backing music on one of the Wordle Golfs.
3: Well, let's hope he stays clean.
0: My worry is, he's heading back on the road with yeah. Baby Shambles. They're celebrating the 20th anniversary of their album, the big album. He's kind of like, oh, well, you know, and he's, he's got his apprehensions about it.
3: Yeah, no, that's what I mean. I can understand. Like, it's uh... I don't
0: want to sound like a boring old fart. Go out, do your gigs, do your rock and roll, but think about that great life you've got. Cheese, France.
3: Yeah. Baguettes.
0: Chateau. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's, he just wanders around village, eating eating cheese. He loves cheese.
3: He's, so he's made enough money. Like I
0: think he's probably still. I think he probably still gets enough. What do you call them? Residuals to um, mm. to get by. I mean, he's with somebody. I don't know what she does, but but still,
3: you know. I like cheese.
0: I love cheese. Mm. You know, it's good in it. I love France.
3: Yeah, he's got the dream life. I lifestyle. love a French baguette.
0: But he is us working his fingers to bone and we have that fantasy about buying a place in France and we you know just not happened has it
3: No nah.
0: no nah. <laughs> So there you go but I'm happy for him and oh, I'm glad yeah. that we um I kind of feel like I'm 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 glad I'm giving him a chance
3: Okay I'll I'll have a listen I'll have a listen It's just
0: it's just unusual and it's but it's listenable you know Okay I'm pretty sure back in the day I heard one of the songs I thought it just sounds like a racket. Right. And that's, I imagine, boring people thought about the Sex Pistols when they first come out. It's just idiots. You know, <sighs> not, you know I don't know if I'd have been into punk. I was alive then, but yeah. probably a bit too young for it. But this, yeah, there you are. Um, let's, uh, you know, I'm going to save the restaurant stories because I think they're quite long. Okay. So let's do a restaurant episode next because we've got a couple of really... We've got a few restaurant gripes. Yeah. And uh, we want to talk about them. So shall we, we've got a few reviews. We've got the uh, takeaway idea that we came up with the other night.
3: Yeah, go on. Do so, you want to
0: do that? You want uh, to talk about that?
3: No, well, you you and Honey came up with this idea. We Could,
0: were in our usual position of not knowing what to order to eat. Being too lazy to cook.
3: Well, it was it was takeaway night. It was Friday night. That's always usually our takeaway night. Yeah. Um,
0: But I think we're all in a bit of a... You know, we've had too many takeaways lately and we couldn't make his mind up. And we were all a bit... Getting a bit crabby with each other. Yeah. So I suggested... I think you'd gone into the kitchen and I said, you know what we should do once a week? Once a week, we should spin a wheel and the wheel's got all our family's names on. Yeah. Me, you... Betsy Pearl, honey, spin the wheel, whoever it lands on gets onto Deliveroo, the food delivering place. Yeah. And buys food to be delivered, but does not show anybody (laughs) in the room.
3: Yeah. So,
0: half an hour, an hour later, two hours if it's some of the restaurants we've bloody ordered from, (laughs) um, food turns up. Yeah. Whoever's orders it goes to the door. Thank you very much. Brings it in. We all get a surprise. Could be a good surprise, could be a bad surprise.
3: Yeah, well, this is the thing. And and Honey gave it the name. Well, I... Or,
0: no, I said... It needs to have roulette in it somewhere. Like, that's what I said. It kills me that she came up with the name off the back of that because I like, like with the word of golf, I like to be the one. So I said that. It needs to have roulette in it somewhere. And Honey said... Deliver Roulette. Deliver Roulette. Yeah. Deliver Roulette. Hold I mean, on. Well done to Honey. Yeah. Congratulations. It's the it's the best thing she's done all weekend.
3: What? Right. So the name is good, but I do have an issue with it. What's your issue? Well, I mean, I think we ended up getting pizza, but even that, there was.
0: Well, I Honey happy.
3: and I like different pizzas to you. Betsy likes different pizzas to everybody else. You like a cheap. Thick. No, you do. That's the kind of pizza. Yeah, I like me
0: pizzas like me women. Cheap, thick. Go on, what else oh, are they? Shut your face. Inexpensive. Yeah, but... Stuffed crust.
3: The, and the, we like the thin, crispy pizzas, right? So it's really annoying. We never agree on pizzas. And you're like... Don't, I you? want I want sweet corn, on, onion. You've got, like, actual things that you have to have on your pizza as well. And if if the... Pizza? Yeah,
0: woe betide me for wanting to enjoy me food. If the pizza
3: company doesn't have corn, then it's a big blah. And anyway. there'll be
0: people listening, sacrilege, corn shouldn't ever be on a pizza. Well, F off, it's my pizza.
3: <laughs> but yeah, so I said, this is what's going to happen when we do. if we do deliver roulette. You're going to order something that one of us is going to be peed off about. Betsy's going to order a load of um, ice cream and... <laughs> And which I, is fine. Yeah, but it's not fine because it, cause it's going to come and everyone's going to be miserable eating something they don't want to eat. Like you said, if I order green Thai curry, which I love, but nobody else likes, no, but nobody else you, is going like, to
0: eat. See, I think on my day, I would want to order something that we'd never have before. But what I would also do is order, like we do when we get curries, order a few starters, a few different mains, so there's a bit of something so you can choose from. You know, so it's like a little, a smorgasbord, if you
3: will. Yeah, I get that. But I still don't think we have the same taste. I just, I don't know, because you like, weirdly... Yeah, but
0: weirdly, we still live together and we still eat together, right? And sometimes it's a meal... By the way, what you just said about pizzas, I can eat any of the pizzas you said, they're not my favourite. So if I've got a choice, I'd rather have one that I want. But if you order that, if that comes... I'm not going to be like, oh, I'd rather go hungry. I'm still going to eat it, you know. And like if we ordered a curry and you decide, let's say it's your week, your name comes up, you order us a curry, but you order curries that we don't normally have. Right? Like, I'm going to try something here. I'm going to try a few different combinations of stuff, different temperatures.
1: Still
0: yeah. going to get eaten.
3: Well, and I also said that I, the price needs capping. and
0: Which is fine. All <laughs> I said to that is the cap you gave the price, which was, 250 dirhams, our orders often come to more than that. So my point was, well, if it comes to more, what do you do? You know? Yeah. But anyway, that's Deliver Roulette. Yeah. I think it's a winner. I think it's a great name. I almost didn't want to put it out on the podcast because I think people could steal it. But I'll write the rules down. So the rules are once a week, Friday night, Saturday night, whenever you want to do it, Somebody different. I mean, you could do it in order so everybody gets a go. I don't care about that. That could be fine. You know, we could just do it in alphabetical order, whatever. But everybody gets a go. Yeah. And they get to sit there on Deliveroo on their own and pick something. <gasps> okay. Let me tell you this. If Let's say we're going to do this this weekend. If I said to you, right, you can go first, would you want to go first? Uh, do you know what? I think. To me, I... it's like Christmas. You're getting something you don't know what you're getting. It's I great.
3: think I'm the least fussiest, actually. Um, It's like food Christmas.
0: (laughs) You're getting a present that you didn't know you were getting, but it's food.
3: Yeah. But actually, I quite like choosing what I I want for Christmas.
0: Yeah, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Or let me know when I didn't get what you would have chosen correct.
3: I know, but sometimes you get me some really random stuff.
0: Are we going to do Deliver Roulette?
3: Maybe. Maybe. I need to think a bit more on it.
0: Well, if you're listening to this, let me know what you think.
3: Or give us a... Some nice takeaway recommendations, because uh, that's the other thing. I d- uh, don't know how...
0: Well, I'll tell you what. For the promo for today's podcast, I'll put that on there, and I'll ask in the description for good takeaway recommendations. Yeah, but
3: anywhere. Yeah, but
0: if you li- yeah, if you live here, we're in Dubai. There's going to be people listening. You know, we've got people listening in Grenada. They're not going to be care what what Chinese you can get here.
3: Yeah, but maybe they've got dishes that they could recommend and stuff like that.
0: Not bad. We're vegetarians, so please do. That's not a bad idea. But I feel like I, I want you to be positive about it. Yeah. <laughs> I do.
3: I, I I'll I'll try. I'll try. Okay. So, right. So let's
0: um, wrap up. Let's go through some um, recommendations and things we've watched to finish on. Go on, then. Keep this one a bit shorter because, by the way, we've talked about it. Betsy Bell still got COVID. Yeah. And we've just booked a, what do you call it? A video doctor's appointment. Future, have I got a futuristic noise? I yeah, think I'm like. a bit nervous
3: about it. Video, video.
0: Um, So rather than take it to the doctors, because obviously she's got COVID, you don't want to be taking her out and about. We don't want to be in the car with her. Um, the, Our doctor does video appointments. Yeah. So we've got that coming up in half an hour. Yeah. So, So we're still at home. I'm still not back at work. Betsy pills poorly. She's so so. Yeah, there's that. That's why we're keeping this one a little bit shorter today. Yeah. So let's go through a few reviews here. First of all, we finished This is going to hurt. The Adam K. Doctor. I mean, it's a retelling of his book, the very popular book. But
3: yeah, they have um, creative what? license. Yeah, they, they've they, they've added a lot for the dramatization of it. And yeah. and do you know what? I think actually. The bit that I know, one of the main storylines that they have, wasn't in the book, and I actually think it really worked.
0: I think it needed it. Yeah. What I'd say about it is, because it's supposed to be comedic in parts, I find it very hard to laugh at much in there because it's such a... The dark stuff is a hammer blow.
3: Yeah, I loved it, though. I loved it as a series. I I thought Ben Wishaw was amazing. he great. Um.
0: I thought the girl who played Shruti was great. I think the guy who played oh, I don't I can never remember his name but is the guy who plays Alan Bennett and he's the and Bertie senior consultant yeah Bertie in the crown he's brilliant in everything so he's great in this Mandy from This Country plays a consultant. Yeah. She is amazing. She steals the but scene she, She's one of them. Time. She's the
3: same in everything. She's in...
0: Always brilliant. But
3: good. But she
0: does not get enough recognition because I think she's one of these people who... She was in Derrick, She's in This Country. We've seen her in about 15 things this year alone. And yeah. you're always like, oh, it's Mandy off This Country. <laughs> and she always delivers.
3: Yeah, no, she's good. She's but, so good. But at yeah, us. really well acted. Um, some really serious and you know um storylines yeah a lot
0: of heartbreak but, but yeah. that's, i mean that's the nhs isn't it
3: but it but don't watch it if you want to be cheered up i guess
0: yeah or perhaps if you're pregnant i would get a miss if you're pregnant because it's it yeah. takes yeah, place yeah, yeah, in a yeah, yeah. Um, obgyn ward i think that's what it's called Ops Paternity and were, yeah you know and it's um <laughs> yeah i don't know if I, I mean when you were pregnant we watched a lot of uh
3: one born every one minute. one born
0: every minute.
3: Ah, that's all you could hear, <laughs> is it?
0: Yeah,
3: um, yeah. No, it's it's really good. I I would definitely definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, it didn't end like I thought it was going to end, but well, I'm, I'm
3: hoping there's going to be another series.
0: I don't think there will be. I don't no? think there will. No. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I feel I feel like I feel like the book ended it, but didn't bookend it like the book bookends it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Licorice Pizza. Yes. I think we've got slightly differing views on this. Now, this oh. is it up for any Oscars, this?
3: Yes, it's up for Best Picture. Best Picture, Best Director. So this is a film
0: directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, who you'll know from Magnolia. He does a lot of stuff with Daniel Day-Lewis, I think. I mean, he's a great director, Paul Thomas Anderson. Mm. He's a bit weird, but he's very... I love him. Yeah. I really do love him. I think he's married to Maya Rudolph, you know.
3: Oh, really? I've,
0: I'm going to look that up. But Licorice Pizza, it's a film about the early 70s in uh, in Los Angeles. Yeah. And the trailer would have you believe it's a love story between a young couple. Yeah.
3: Now, our yeah. son Leo,
0: film buff, when the trailer for this came out, he sat me down. You've got to see this. Look at this. And it got me so excited because it looked a lot like Dazed and Confused, which is one of my favourite films of all time, Richard Linklater. Yeah, I love the way
3: it's filmed. I love the artiness, the 70s style. I love that. Yeah. It's got... um, So, the two main actors in it have never starred in a film before. So, the the guy is...
0: Cooper... His name is Cooper Hoffman. Philip... Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Yeah. Now... We didn't know this until three quarters of the way through film. But looked, I'm thinking, what, this guy's good.
3: Yeah, he's really good. And he looks a lot like his, his dad. But yeah, so he's never done a film before. And the leading actress is in the...
0: Hyam. Yeah, called. Is
3: it Hyam or Haim?
0: I think it's pronounced Haim.
3: Right, so it, 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 you'll you'll probably have seen them, three girls, They sisters. look very
0: similar to each other. I always yeah. thought when I see them... He is married to Maya Rudolph, by the way, Paul Thomas Anderson. Ah, right. So, told, fun house to be I told be you
3: in. a little Maya, Maya Rudolph. Tell
0: us now, Maya Rudolph's.
3: Mum is uh, Minnie... Ripperton. Ripperton. I need to say Loving Minnie Driver then. I couldn't you. think of her surname. It's because
0: yeah. you're beautiful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, when you find out that it's Philip Seymour Hoffman's son, it actually puts you off a bit because you're like, oh my God, he looks like him.
3: Yeah, and, and so she is in that group. And the director, I don't say his name again Paul
0: Thomas Anderson.
3: He directs a lot of their music videos.
0: Right. So they're three sisters. If you've not seen them before, they, I yeah. mean, they're famous. They're well famous, like, uh, they all look like each other. They all remind me of that film, The Virgin Suicides, where it's all the girls. Yeah. They're a bit, their clothes are a bit uh, vintagey looking.
3: Well, she's not the main singer in the group, but she's she's the youngest one in the group and he phoned her up and just said, Do you fancy being in this film? So it was literally yeah. like that. So she
0: And she's lead. She on um, if you go on IMDB, she's first.
3: Right, okay. Yes, so But she's good. She's good. And um consider and considering it's both the first film, um, they're both really good. Um I love the way it's shot, but as a story, oh it just didn't go anywhere for me.
0: Bradley Cooper puts in a st- Solid turn as uh, Barbara Streisand's <laughs> boyfriend. He is amazing in it. Steam Sealer. Uh, steam Sealer? Steam Sealer. Nearly got it, didn't I? <laughs> Nearly. Should write that down. Um, yeah, it's had a brilliant soundtrack. Yeah. So sort of late 60s, early 70s soundtrack. The weird thing was she's 25, he's 15. Yeah. And it's about a burgeoning relationship between them, which is weird. Um which I don't know why they did that because you can't get it out of your mind.
3: No, and it, it doesn't add to the story. It doesn't make it more shocking or anything like that. It just it just seems a bit weird. But not not in weird like yeah. pedophile weird. It just it, it just you just think, well why have they aged them that far apart? Because she doesn't come across as a 25-year-old. She comes across as, like, 19, 20-year-old.
0: And he actually seems older than her. Yeah. I mean, they seem a very... The casting's weird, but not weird. Like, I love them both. I I love them both from this film. Yeah. But...
3: He doesn't see... He's meant to be playing a 15-year-old, where he looks 19, 20. So
0: he's a 15-year-old child actor who's been around acting for Donkeys years in Los Angeles. So he knows famous people. Yeah. And... But the weird thing is, throughout the film, he sets up numerous businesses.
3: Yeah, yeah. Look... And she hangs around with the young kids.
0: Yeah. So she they re- this all gets referenced. They reference the age difference between themselves at the beginning. Then they reference off with who she starts talking about. Is it weird that
3: I'm talking about? With kids? I came away from it, but it would have been weird if she was twenty and hanging yeah, around with fifteen year olds. Of so they didn't need to make that age gap so big.
0: But I just found it really endearing. I love the music. I love. The cars, the setting. It. May, I always am amazed when they can make somewhere like once upon a time in Hollywood, where they make it look like it's from the you know yeah. that era. I thought all the acting in it were great. I you know there's bits of stories you are like oh I thought that were, I thought this was going to lead somewhere. Yeah, I thought we were going to see Barbara Streisand. Well, it
3: was like bits of stories. It didn't kind of it wasn't very linear, you know. And I think with a best picture to win a best picture now, this is. One of the favourites. Is it up for it? Yeah, it's right. one of the favourites, and Leo has said it's one of his, two of his choices. Um, for me, a best picture leaves you feeling at the end of it, whoa, like it blows your way, or you're, yeah. you're wanting to know more about the story, or it, you know, it leaves that thing where you're silent afterwards. Yeah. That to me is a is a best picture. This just left me at the end going, eh, what, like. I don't know. It just there wasn't much to the story. So, like you said, acting good, filming brilliant, directing yeah. There's there's things it
0: music it seems to have got yeah, everything.
3: But it's actually not up for many other awards. So, is it best picture? No. Is it my favorite film of the year? Definitely not.
0: It, I when you hear this it sounds like a real cliche, but it felt almost like a love letter to his youth. And it felt like when you look at the cast of this film, she is it is her name Alice? Is it Alice Hyam, I think, something like that. All her sisters are in it, playing her sisters.
3: Yeah. And her mum and dad A it. Her mum and dad it. play yeah. her
0: mum and dad in it. Leonardo DiCaprio's dad's in it. Steven Spielberg's daughter's in it. <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's son's in it. When you look, and then, by the way, Sean Penn, Tom Waits, uh Bradley Cooper. Ridiculous.
3: Yeah, I, I like what he's done there, where he's kind of gone. Ah, I like her. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a mate of mine. I like that. I like that he's done that.
0: And it's also the Hollywood. All these kids who are in it. It's the Hollywood that their parents grew up in.
3: Yeah,
0: that was just mad. Yeah,
3: no, I, I like that. He side should have got this. a
0: few of the Hanks boys in it. Colin Hanks. I got Tom Hanks's sons. They would have been great in this.
3: But she's even said, "Oh, I was telling them a story about something that happened at our house." And then he goes, oh, yeah, we'll stick that in it then. So he's like, I don't know. It's like there's not...
0: It feels like for two and a half hours, whatever it is, you become a fly on the wall. So if you're a fly on the wall in most lives, you wouldn't see a story. Yeah. You'd just see a bit of life. And it almost feels like you're allowed to just look into this bit of life for them few hours. And that's why... It stuck with me, you know. Like, okay, I had all the same questions at the end as you. Oh,
3: I think I it's a cute film. I think it's a cute film, and I think it's well worth a watch. But it's not an Oscar best picture.
0: I mean, I don't know. I didn't know it was up for the award. I can
3: like ask me ask me what I give it out of ten.
0: Well, go on then. I'd give it a six, six out of ten. Yeah. See, I'd give it an eight out of ten. Really? When I look at, because what I did is I looked at what I've given other films recently, and I've that's how I weigh it up. I think well, I think it were better than that, and I think
3: well, King Richard, which now brilliant acting, I love the storyline, was a much better film. Yeah, but but you know, there's a there's things about that film that were you know it's not as beautifully shot and stuff like that. Yeah. But at the end of that film, I was like, oh, that was a really good Brilliant. film. Yeah. So I would put that film over. Yeah. Um, well,
0: I can't remember, but I thought King Richard was like a nine out of 10. Definitely. It could, I think there yeah. were a couple of things that had a chance.
3: But it shouldn't be on paper. Like I feel like King Richard is a bit of one of those like throwaway films. Yeah. But actually it was a really good film. So if I'm comparing those two.
0: Now here's the funny thing. I don't buy DVDs anymore. But if I was going to the shop to buy the DVD, yeah. I'd buy Licorice Pizza because I'd want to watch the extras. I'd want to hear the director's commentary. Yeah, That's the difference between that film, for me, that film and King Richard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: no, no. And, and King Richard's not my favourite film either, but I'm just trying to think of ones that I've seen. But yeah, it's... Well, the
0: one, the, the cowboy one, Power of the Dog, is a film that is so slow and the story takes a long time to come together. The ending smacks you in the face with a bat.
3: It's much more powerful, yeah. I mean, I'm much amazed that that
0: didn't win more at the Baftas. It won a few, but it didn't win as many as I thought. For me, that's film of the year, I think. But then we've still got to watch Coda, which we're going to do this week. There's still a few other films we're going to watch. Yeah. So we need to do one pre-Oscars where we not not guess well, what the you're Oscars going to win. is
3: next Sunday. So a week less than a week away.
0: The Podskers we do the Oscar podcast, the Podscars. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Look, I said ages ago that we are going to finish and then we've just gone about Licorice Speech. But it's good. And I think because we've not, we had a little talk about it after the film and I thought I'm going to save this yeah. until we're talking about it. Because yeah. it has, the longer I've, the more time that comes from us seeing that film the other night, the more I've thought about it. Yeah. Which is mad. But like I said, if you were going, if you were going to buy the DVDs, uh, that's one that I'd want on my shelf. And Licorice Pizza, which seems like a silly name. I had to Google it. It's, I'm not going to like cool like I knew what it was. Uh, licorice Pizza is a record. And there was a record shop in LA called Licorice Pizza. Yeah. So it's because it looks like a pizza and it looks like licorice.
3: Yeah. yeah. There you are. See, that annoys me as well.
0: I think it's a great name. was a
3: great name, but it doesn't mean anything. That's the whole film felt like that. It, the stories didn't mean anything. That's kind of, I don't know.
0: One more thing that we watched that we've got to be quick about here because I know we've got to get back in. Um, I don't know if you remember this. We fell asleep watching these clips last night of this TV show on the BBC called Extraordinary Portraits. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put the clip to this on. Were you half asleep? Did you see it? I didn't see the final. Oh, my God. It's just when things are stumbled upon. And basically, it's great artists creating portraits of people with extraordinary stories. Yeah. Last night, the one I saw the clip of is this guy who draws with pencil.
3: I saw some of his pencil drawings and oh, they were God. amazing.
0: It's called hyperrealism. Right. And basically they just look like black and white photographs. I'm watching him in action, the way he does it with the, like he carves the graphite off the pencil so it's dust. Oh. Oh, it's really interesting. And the girl he drew last night, I'm going to post a clip. In the description of this podcast, there is a clip. Please go and watch it. He draws this Welsh girl who, when she was 19, she was travelling with a boyfriend, now her ex-boyfriend, and they were on a skiing holiday or something like that. The coach crashed into a cliff face and she got stuck on the coach and it set on fire. So she had 90-odd percent of her body was burnt. Yeah. So it's telling her story and telling how she got screen screen graphs from her family. So she's saying she's got a bit of a mum on her, a mum's on her chest, her brother's on her arms, which is, my God, it was so emotional. Yeah. This guy drew this picture. Oh my god! And she was what do you call him? Tops were come off the sh- like an off the shoulder, yeah. elasticated top, so that you could see all the scars and scars on her face. He drew this picture. I had tears running down my face. He had tears, and he was a big guy. I wasn't expecting it. She said she never cries. Started crying. All the family were off, and it was one of the hair. Like I'm looking at and thinking, how do you draw? how? Do you draw I'll like have to that. go back. I didn't see the Absolutely final... Absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's called Extraordinary Portraits. The clip is in the description of this podcast. Have a look. So, we want to know how to spell judge. Yeah. Is the big takeaway from today's podcast, isn't it?
3: Yep. Some food, takeaway, dish... Reckon- Deliver roulette. Yeah.
0: We want to know what you think of that. And uh, we'll be back with episode 96, I'm guessing, pretty soon. I'm, I'm off work until Wednesday. I'm back in work on Wednesday. Yeah. So, um... Thanks for listening.
3: Right, off to do a, a video
0: doctor call. Thanks. See you later, everybody. See you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: The End
2: Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.